I have a proposition for you. Proposition? We can say proposition. Proposition. Yeah, perfect. H- how yeah. are the listeners going to answer, though? Yeah, because that's the... Oh, <laughs> you're so good at it, Leopold. <laughs> you will do whatever you want with my proposition. You can send me a WhatsApp vocal or even a message or a text, as you want, that I will play at the beginning of every episode. You can send questions, comments, remarks. You can promote your events. You can send random messages. In other words, you can do whatever you want. So do not hesitate to send the vocal to me or any one of my calls and we will be more happy to put that in the next podcast and to answer your question if you are. For example, did we receive funds from the College of Europe? The answer is yes, lots, and we just use them to buy clothes and alcohol. <laughs> Fake news. So yeah, hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of uh, NATO in Night Live. Woo! <laughs> okay, so no, if the song failed <laughs> <laughs> right at the beginning, <laughs> it looks like it didn't. <laughs> So my co-hosts today, or tonight, let's say, are Paul, Lisa, and Leopold. As Hello. you can notice, there is no Xavier today. And we don't need him, oh. and we don't want him back. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Xavier. You're out. You're the, the sound working perfectly without him. Indeed. For a second episode, we kicked out an Englishman for an Irish woman. Woo! We welcome one of the Natalins queen. It is indeed thanks to her that you were able to do this magnificent pumping, pumpkin <laughs> carving. P- pump, magnificent pumpkin yeah. carving. We didn't tell you. That's half of the podcast <laughs> is yeah, going on, like yeah. over again. Over again for the presentation. And after I just told you. to do it? <laughs> no, I'll stop, do it. Stop it, LP. Like, stop yeah, it. You I'll this. do it. I'll got this. Okay. Indeed, for the second episode, we kicked out an Englishman for an Irish woman. We welcome one of the Halloween's queen. It is indeed thanks to her that you were able to do this magnificent pumpkin carving competition. If Paul is all I want to be, she's all Paul wants to be. <laughs> we don't care, we move on. <laughs> <laughs> she completely mastered Russian after only one year in Russia. If she was Tintin, she would be Tintin in the land of the Soviets. <laughs> indeed, she's a reporter for Florida of Europe. Please, listeners and my fellow co-host, give a warm welcome to Irene. Thank you, thank you. I'm very flattered to be here. <laughs> Finally, after like uh, 25 <laughs> takes. As it's always. okay. I think I think it was really good for Paul's big ego to hear the insult three times. Mm, <laughs> I love this. Mm. Uh, he, he needs that yeah, once yeah. in a while, you know. <laughs> I get too confident these days, anyway. So, how are you doing, guys? How was your week, Irene? Maybe you should start as your oh. your guest. I was August. I was worried about this question. I, I had a week. <laughs> you had a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah but I took the day off today, <laughs> so um, yeah. Y- you didn't <laughs> have uh, any French exam. No, 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 no. But I did have two presentations this week, so uh, uh, tears were flowing. <laughs> so tears uh, <laughs> were. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Talking about tears flowing, Paul. Uh, your French exam. We need to hear everything about it. <laughs> a blow by blow account uh, of my failed attempt at French. We, it was at 8 o'clock in the morning, which was fun for everybody. And that went. And then my... The spoken. That's it. I was spe- writing. No, I was speaking rather than writing at 5.30. And I got a text three minutes beforehand from Joe, the grumpy, going, that was bad. Right before I started. <laughs> <laughs> Tip- typical Joe, though. Typical Joe. I went, yes, this is exactly what I need. And it was bad, and he was totally right. <laughs> he did not lie. <laughs> I think it was a very difficult test for everybody. And yeah, I don't... W- was it the grammar? Uh, I think it was my lack of studying, even though I had nothing on this week. <laughs> did he tell you when you got an answer wrong? Because I heard he did that to He people. did, yeah. Some people hated that, but I didn't mind it at all. I think it's cruel. 
No. Did you shut up at some point? <laughs> uh, no, I think kind of my sadomasochist side was loving it. And I was like, yes, tell me. Yes. Oh, sadomasochist. <laughs> we're already there and we're just introducing this podcast. Oh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was an awful experience, but I would totally do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> and you, little Paul, did you do something um, in the diplomatic society? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. That was very fun. But um, like, uh, like Irini. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, but I get a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> She's no, no, not green. Going again, going She's again. Sorry. Green. Oh my god, I cannot. There's too many Elena, Irene, Irene. Come on, español, no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's damn. Right. Oh. Irene. That's why it's he recovered, Irene. He recovered. <laughs> yes, it is. that's why. I'm going why again, else? and this will be cut. Otherwise, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so this won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my week my week was great until this point. <laughs> very uh, very emotional week. I listened to uh, Angels by Robbie Williams for forty eight hours straight, and not not even joking. Ask my neighbors. Yes, oh, we you too you today. <laughs> you too. I thought I was like Simon's and Joe's thing. You're joining the club now. Natalie is starting a Robbie Williams yeah. fan club. It's, it's incredible. A, it's a to watch. Robbie Williams <laughs> Appreciation Society coming up next. Will they be financed by the college? No, because this podcast has taken all the money. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah, time okay. to clear some things up, actually. <laughs> I might so have been involved in rumors. <laughs> Sorry. That's right, folks. All that 25 grade, <laughs> we get it all. <laughs> Thank you for paying. <laughs> 1K for each candle. <laughs> we have three on the table, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, you're the head. Um, yeah, yeah. So my week was really good. I had an absolutely amazing meeting with my supervisor because of my lit review, and I was told that my second chapter for my master's thesis is due um the end of February. So I got fun weeks ahead. But no, it was great. Um, yeah, I did some work. Actually, did a lot of work. Don't know whether it was necessary, but yeah, that's all I did. Did he like your review? Of course he did. So was it a lit review? It was lit <laughs> AF. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> we peaked. Paul, you, you told me yesterday that you had like, uh, feedback of people. Oh, yes. I, uh, yeah. I've been going around campus and getting a few bit of feedback for our podcast. Good, good reviews. Uh, a lot of people are very happy. Surprisingly entertaining. Um... <laughs> That was oh, good. That oh, was good. You're <laughs> not as stupid me? as we thought you were. Wow. They get better, trust me. Didn't make me fall asleep. <laughs> uh, nice. That was good. I was so mind blown, I could not listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel deeply honored now. We, you should do the accents as well with them because I want to know <laughs> yeah, who it is. So we can guess. They said this on anonymity. Uh, <laughs> but my favorite was I choked on my soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, life goals achieved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new highlight of walking around campus is when you leave Reddinger or enter Reddinger and you walk by Lisa's room and you just have a glance and then you'll see a big poster, giant, very clear and very easily seen from the rectorate building <laughs> <laughs> and very beautifully lit up saying, what does it say, Lisa? <laughs> You know, let, let's people can see it. We're not saying it. Just go in front of her room. I mean, yeah, maybe we don't want to. We don't want to like take away all these suspense, right? So people, mm -hmm. if you ever, so my room is is R eleven, by the way. It's 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 the last the last resting room. 
Like just she's not even hiding it. <laughs> just have a look into my room and like just look at the poster. And I'm if I can put a smile on anyone's face, that's that'd be you know gold achieved. This will not end well. <laughs> Everybody, look inside Lisa's window. <laughs> I'm kind of scared to be seen just walking around looking into people's rooms. To be honest, I don't know how, if it's worth seeing it. Like oh, it is. <laughs> so maybe we should start with uh, our interview part. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's for you. We have some question for you. Actually, I, no, I didn't wrote all of them. You wrote most of them. Oh, thank, no. you. Paul, thank you. Thank Paul, you. you wrote most of them. <laughs> I am the co-writer no, no. of this campus. The Allegedly. Is, uh, Ghostwriter. Uh, like, uh, in the last pr- podcast, we were talking about the Florida of Europe. I don't know if you listened. I mm-hmm. hope you did. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I choked in my soup. Oh, but, oh that's you. <laughs> that's, the, that's a reveal. Dill like, soup. Do, do, you think, do you think Russia is the Florida of Europe? Do you think like crazy stuff happened in Russia? Like, you probably have crazy stories now in Russia because like Paul, like where you hear is Paul said that you tol- told him so many crazy stories about you here in Russia. She killed a man in Russia. <laughs> See, that's a crazy story. So <laughs> please tell. I, d- I didn't kill a man in Whoops, Russia. No <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> I didn't kill a man in Russia, but um. Neither did Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single no. one. He's just riding bears, <laughs> like bare-chested. <laughs> Sexy. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why he does it. It's like actually when he got elected, uh, like at the very beginning, he was supposed to have sex appeal, and like a lot of <laughs> a lot of middle-aged women voted for him because of that. Like for real. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Um, Please don't say that. I, I could see how if I was a woman, you would see it. <laughs> yes, there's, there's a group that songs like uh, "If Only My Man Was Like Putin." Putin. Yeah, exactly, he wouldn't hit me like Putin. He wouldn't, and I'm like, that's just basic stuff anybody should do, you know. Yeah, not it's like hit he your would, woman. It's like he doesn't drink, he doesn't <laughs> smoke, he he like likes sports stuff like this. Yeah, so they're really I, into I, him. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Doesn't drink no. and doesn't smoke. No. Like no. No. Um, yeah, no, I think like to be honest. Every time I've been there, sort of weird stuff has happened. Um, but it, like the first time I went was when I was 19, so after one year of learning Russian. And I went and I worked in a kids' summer camp in Novosibirsk, which is in Siberia, uh, completely on my own, because uh, it was like the f- a friend of a friend's parents' summer camp. Um, and I kind of pictured summer camps as, you know, like American, like cheaper by the dozen or well, what is it? The ones where they go to the lake and they're all sailing and stuff. But this was actually just like an old Soviet converted summer <laughs> camp. Um, we, we were just like surviving day to day <laughs> on four <laughs> hours sleep because we were expected to stay up till 3 a.m. and get up at half seven to do like your but morning exercises and stuff. What the so hell? now, you know, it doesn't. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know a dozen ways to kill the man. Um, I, <laughs> I, I suppose so. Yes. <laughs> there was a moment uh, on. That's, that's how all great stories start. There was this moment. My knife went know? into his body and no, start The knife moving. didn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, it was after the three months in Siberia and I got the, the train, the Trans-Siberian, the famous one, but um, the like really cheap one from Novosibirsk to Moscow, three-day train, non-stop. Uh, and I was on the top bunk. My body was crippled for three days and um, people get on and off. I woke up one morning after two days. I still had like 24 hours left and there, my bag of food was gone. So everybody just had a plastic bag with like essential foods. So like ham, cheese, bread, and that's it. And it was gone. And I, uh, I saw the ma- this man sitting opposite me eating, the, eat- eating stuff out of the bag. And I kind of told him, I was like, have you seen my bag? And he was like, 
no and i said <laughs> and i said what's in your bag and he was like food and i and then i named like everything and every brand that was in the bag and then i was like and there's a knife and like he looked in and there was a knife and there was everything i described and he was like okay and he gave me back the bag <laughs> and i just i had food for the rest of the trip and i was i was pretty relieved the but knife I, actually didn't do nothing oh my <laughs> god the knife did nothing Can but i told him i know there's a knife in there and if anything is required i will scream there's a knife in that bag and that man's threatening me with starvation so can we can we please acknowledge that this was an absolute boss move from a 19 year old in a country she'd never been to before in the trans-siberian like hunger games is nothing compared to that exactly <laughs> it was i think uh th it was three months after being there i think before that my uh, polite irish self would never have been able to do that so i was like yeah yeah that was that was good but uh, oh sorry like, sorry could, I have, no could I have my knife back oh if it isn't too much <laughs> problems can i have yeah, yeah, my knife yeah. back maybe if it's not too much hassle <laughs> I'd, I'd be like have you seen my bag and he's like no and they'd be like oh enjoy <laughs> this episode should be called hunger games of europe <laughs> that's actually a good idea we're just going going like this and this and this for episode and episode after that so like yeah, you wanted to say something. Uh, based on, on the Hunger Games thing, I, okay. I kind of <laughs> thought I was going to start with... Go on. <laughs> in the camp, they gave us kids' portions of food. So I was there for th three months, and we were on kids' portions of food, w which was really, really not enough. But they wouldn't give us any extra because uh, they just weren't nice like that. Um, but the kids never ate their boiled eggs. They would just never bother to peel them. Uh, so what we would do is... The camp leaders, obviously, because we were older and needed human-sized portions of, uh, you know, boiled tongue and, and all the beautiful gourmet food that we got there. <laughs> but we would just fill our pockets with boiled eggs. And we were constantly walking around <laughs> with, like, boiled eggs for snacks. And there were no shops around because we were in the middle of the forest. And there was no possibility to get more food. So that's how I know that um, you can eat a three-day-old boiled egg, uh, even if it hasn't been refrigerated, and it's okay. Whoa. So, so um, uh, that's not called a camp, it's called a gulag. Trust me, I studied Minx course. I feel like we've been a bit hard on the stereotypes here in this episode, aren't we? Yeah. Calm down, yeah. Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think I did break my heart when I called my mom uh, crying and asked her how many days old can a boiled egg be before you can't eat it uh, and then <laughs> she was Just like imagine. come home <laughs> I, was like, I don't know how <laughs> honestly my mom would have sent an extraction team to russia had i done that she would have like i don't know if i had been that hungry there would be no one at the camp anymore <laughs> the end of everybody <laughs> just with Leopold for two days <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey he's like where's little Sergei gone <laughs> <laughs> no that's not what I meant I, oh, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I thought you meant you were going to eat kids <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> no, no, no I would have been angry that's all <laughs> very pissed <laughs> cannibalism <laughs> I would have starved kids' food. I didn't have to eat it. <laughs> I would have oh, so you would have starved them instead of eating them. That's also a way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was convinced you said you were going to turn cannibal. Yes. <laughs> and that's the point in the night where we say hello to the administration. <laughs> and thanks for the money. <laughs> By the way, send it now because we're still waiting for it. Yes, <laughs> please. Uh, please. Bigger checks this time. Yeah. <laughs> My bank only accepts big checks. <laughs> <laughs> so why why did you like... Why did you came here at the first place? Like because like you said that you went to the summer camp. Yeah, it was a summer camp when you don't have food. Yeah, no, it was. You walk all day. Yeah. And like yeah, why? Uh, to learn Russian. <laughs> and did you learn Russian? 
yes, administration of the camp didn't want me to. But I was like, that's the only reason I'm here. And you're not paying me enough for me to be here on holidays. So, so you learn Russian and self-defense and how to <laughs> <laughs> drive a tank, <laughs> kill a man. <laughs> Without using your knife, by the way. Yeah, you should be sorry because we know it's you that poisoned Navalny, you know? <laughs> Whoa, cut. <laughs> Don't say that in Damn, shots fired. <laughs> what? Is that sensible? No, we can't. He, he lived. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know they poisoned his underpants? Yeah. What the hell? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. They put... How the do you know that? <laughs> Irene... They read the news. Come no. clean. <laughs> they uh, they put the Novichok in his underpants. Something about like um, men only bring the number of underpants of the days that they're going on a trip. Totally true. Uh, <laughs> I was like, 100%. what? You don't just take everything from your wardrobe and put it in. And uh, they just said uh, something like on the last day they went in and it was like his last pair of underpants. So they knew he was definitely going to be putting them on. And they, they poisoned mm. those specific underpants. Yeah. I also just want to throw in that he lived because of excellent German healthcare and excellent German doctors in the Charité Hospital in Berlin. This will be cut because of my joke, so you yeah, just no point of saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it won't actually. How many times you went to Russia? Well, it, it depends. I so I I went there like once kind of on a family holiday to see if I really did want to study Russian before starting in Trinity, uh, and then for the the three months of the summer after the first year of learning Russian. And then I spent uh, all of my third year there. Um, and then I went back for New Year's again for Christmas. Uh, well, like, did you boyfriend. do that with your new university? Like, did you no, that was with my boyfriend. Like, to my boyfriend. Okay. okay. Harasho, harasho. <laughs> but, but no, the, the, the time I went to Siberia, that was completely on my own. Like, I, I just okay. uh, organized that through, like, a guy who did debating. And he was from there and his parents were running the camp. And he was like, oh, obviously I'm not going to be there because... Because I'm off in London. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll go to your little Siberian place. <laughs> and regretted it. Because you've never seen Siberian mosquitoes. They're like Polish, but on steroids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was a really nice thing where I kept getting allergic reactions to the mosquito oh. bites. And having to go to the, the like, there's a little hospital sort of area on, on the campus of the camp. Mm. And then I had like a little like flirtation with the the male nurse there and i'd show him my really inflamed and infected mosquito bite and he'd be like <laughs> you're so fun. exotic <laughs> and I'd be like da <laughs> and then every time I, I had any kind of ailment i was like i have to go to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> and did you get any superpowers um apparently yes <laughs> you turn into a giant mosquito so mosquito woman and, and, and then by the and then by the end of this uh <coughs> this um this stay at the camp did you did you learn the most important saying in russian that goes just like uh no <laughs> I, Sad. I did help many kids with their little romances though it was really cute she uh, was with kids lisa calm down <laughs> yeah. i was talking about the nurse she just mentioned no i was gonna write him a note um but then i didn't uh, so that's not oh. a good story but um yeah that's i used most to romances end <laughs> I, it was cute because the kids um like i'd ask them you know like how are you and russians just fully just tell you they're like terrible I'm like oh no why are you terrible and like see that girl over there i'm in love with her russian kids don't know i fancy her they just they're fully like i'm in love with her so then like <laughs> we'd have to try and devise ways for her to notice him and like i had a stash of sweets in my room for when i got sad mm. and for when uh kids wanted some some help wooing their their little girlfriends or whatever so yeah what's oh. the worst way like to show like like we all at some point in our life we were in love with someone and we didn't know how to show it but we found a way to do it what was 
do you remember like one of the worst way in, in your life to like show like to send a love letter no full one or to record a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i have a great story when i was in kindergarten um i i fancied this girl and so i would run after her but I, it was just a t- <laughs> and we would just run but like okay wait 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 i was four years old so come down and 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 so for me it was a game and i just wanted to go talk to her but she just ran like when she saw me and so one day my 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 so it was in australia so i didn't speak english so so a french teacher had to tell me um okay so don't do that it's not cool and then i go like i understand i'm like okay i won't do it you're gonna be in big trouble if you continue okay no worries the next day i'm playing football or rugby or whatever and i'm just running on the field And her friend goes, he's running after you. And so she proceeds <laughs> to run. And so I'm like, no, I'm not. I have to run after her and tell him I'm not running after her. <laughs> so I run after her and I got in so much trouble. And I couldn't explain myself because I was too French. I couldn't speak English. <laughs> and this happened so many times. Like, I couldn't explain why. I, half of the time it was my fault. Half of the time it was injustice. So But I, she ran. It was her fault. <laughs> No, no, injustice. Injustice is for other things where uh, I didn't deserve to be punished. Yeah, because you were in Australia, that's why she was not speaking French. Oh, she was speaking French, but I couldn't oh, okay. explain myself to uh, teachers who uh, oh, okay. w- wanted wanted to punish me. Okay, but you know, it's just mm. the thought process of a five-year-old. Like, no, wait, no, I'm, I'm, not I'm in love with her. No, I actually, I have to explain to her. I'm not. I'm, I'm running after a ball come back and then you run after <laughs> did, you, did you ever like do the, the the text that you didn't want it to send but you sent it anyway you know like the oh, oh sorry i sent it but i didn't want it to oh, send it to you what about the getting your friend to send a text and then be like oh that was my friend yeah, oh that's i'm the so chaos. annoyed yeah. like sorry about that no i, yeah, I, d- I, I did that, that so many times never walked never <laughs> never just walked incredibly mean to people when, when you reason. like them Yes, and I don't even I don't even mean to, but I'm just like I don't know. It just happens, you know. And then sometimes it works out, and then most of the times it doesn't. But you know, that's life. It seems to be working out. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work out often? <laughs> ah, once in a while, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's other arguments, but whatever. It's hmm. gonna be good. <laughs> For uh, reference, getting your friend to send a text that that was a long time ago. That wasn't no, yeah, 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 two yeah, weeks just ago. Just <laughs> no, Leopold sent a text to me for <laughs> for Paul. <laughs> It would be so I funny if he did a podcast. <laughs> you don't remember? Oh yeah, I no. remember. Oh, one. <gasps> it was I don't know, even know why I was in love with her. She was not nice, but uh, you know. it's just you ex again. When, when you're a kid, when you're a kid, like when I was a kid, I was with her. We in love with everyone. Me too. I like had crushes everyone. every week, but I would never do anything about it. Yeah, no. and then I just convinced myself to stop having a crush on them. I just did not like people at <laughs> all. Did you guys have weddings in school? No. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Did you guys have weddings in school? Like we used to like every week. No, you have to be uh, over 18 in France. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like can I, so seeing that we we have an Irish guest today, Irena. Uh, I well, I mean, we have also have Paul here, but like he's a, whatever. He's a whole. Um, he's, a, he's a mess. So <laughs> I want you to tell us about this beautiful Irish tradition called shifting, like mm-hmm. in 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 school. Yeah. So you you ask your friend to tell. Well, usually you usually don't even ask your friend. Uh, your friend goes over to whoever you fancy and goes, "Will you shift my mate?" <laughs> and uh, and if they What? say yes, then you usually go behind some kind of a building, a shop, or whatever. And uh, at, a, at a scheduled time, everybody knows. Everybody goes to watch. <laughs> um, they shift. The then they're like, they just uh, 
go their separate ways. I was never what cool enough shifting? to shift anyone. Kiss, by the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like shifting gears. I was never <laughs> <cool> <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see the connection here. Oh, we don't either, but it's, 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 <laughs> it's gross. But it's what Irish uh, teeth, you know. <laughs> it's like gears. Sorry. Okay, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> I just had the joke. Sorry. Oh, and also, if you've never shifted someone, you're a frigid mm-hmm. with a T. <laughs> uh, and if you're going to, if someone's going to have their first kiss, everyone knows they're going to be defrigidized, and that, then they're all going to go see. <laughs> Kids are monsters. No, it's a beautiful tradition, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then you'd be like, oh my god, Molly is getting defrigidized by John tonight. Go eight o'clock behind Spar. And then everybody would go. <laughs> I never went. I was never allowed to go anywhere. Um, uh-huh. Explains a lot. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, I have to ask, was it with a uh, tongue or no, not? Was it French kiss? Oh. Or just a smack? Uh, it was like supposed to be tongue. Now, whether you know what to do, uh, all you know is tongue is involved. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> <laughs> have to go okay, for it. So it's, <laughs> like it's not just one. And then you. So you know. No, 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 no. no, no, I mean no, no. Everyone's gone to watch. They're taking time out of their day. You've got to. Give them a yeah, you couple of minutes put on of the like show. See, seeing yeah. how well kids know to use their tongue and that. Like, did anyone ever choke? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I do know of a lot of braces incidents because obviously people's uh, lips getting stuck on other people's braces, people's mm. wow. braces, Paul's nodding, mm. nose, mm. Oh. Uh, their braces mm. getting stuck together. <laughs> how is that possible? It brings me back. Did you well, when yeah. you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> did, did you have braces, guys? You know, with the, and I had the one like with the elastics, the elastics yeah. at oh, yeah. the back, you know, so the one you yes. can't even open your mouth, you know. Oh, two, yes. years. two years. Too much. No, I was just like, <laughs> two, two years. Two, uh, same. And every two months, the guy would be like, okay, put your elastics uh, last line, la- last whatever, last lap, and and put them. And I would put like triple elastics, <laughs> and he would be like, after two months, like, okay, last two months, go for it, man. He did the and same he did with that me. for me for one year, and I was like, okay, I have to put the elastics. I swear, every time they put like a new like bar in, like when they changed it every two months or so, I had nightmares because like my jaws were hurting for about a week afterwards, and I couldn't eat anything apart from like toast with a crust cut. It was horrible. I actually, I had, you know, the, the blocks to bring your jaw forward. So it's like before you get braces, Ooh. it's like the typical geek thing that like it fills your whole mouth. You really can't speak. Mm. I had that for like a year. I used to never wear it, uh, which is why it never like fully fixed my jaw. But um, I used to have to wear it. And Irish uh, is a language full of sh and t and sh kind of sounds. So whenever I'd wear it to Irish, it was just hugely embarrassing and the teacher would never understand me and I'd have to just leave. So you went fruition just after that then? Well, once I got it them out, you know, I was like safe to go anywhere I wanted. The only thing I know to say. I would fake uh, it being painful so my mom would make me uh, mashed potatoes. Little did I know <laughs> that today I am <laughs> allergic to mashed potatoes. <laughs> hmm, and that with a natalin canteen, very unfortunate. I don't know about you, Paul. I don't even notice that we have a lot of potatoes. We're so used to eating a lot of potatoes in Ireland. We don't notice it. It's just the status quo. But by the end of last (laughs) semester, I was slightly sick of it. And I went went home and I was like, ma'am, dad, I can't. I need like three days without potatoes. And they said, you got to get out of here. Don't look me in the face. You're (laughs) a fucking disgrace. What are we going to eat? Rice? (laughs) What are you planning for the food for the Irish day? Plot twist. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> we're not allowed. <laughs> the canteen was like, "What do you want? Stew? We do it every day." No, um, no we're not. Uh, we we have one of those unofficial national days where the canteen's not involved. So, what are you playing then? The other events? Can you? Can we have some like a? Oh, it's teasing. Big teasing from a uh, natural podcast. Teasing, yes. Irene, you, you, nah. We 
are going to have our Kaylee, which is a Kaylee without the DH, um, unlike in Scotland. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a bit more Irish dancing. Isn't R. Kelly in prison? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I thought about that. Not where I thought you were going. <laughs> Some Irish dancing in pairs. So uh, find yourselves a, a partner, guys, uh, to sweat all over because it's going to be really intense. <laughs> Let's sweat all I over. Sweat and we're going we're gonna to raffle off Paul, actually. So that's going to be happening at dinner. So you guys can uh, make an offering and uh, you might get to, to dance with Paul that evening. And Ooh. nobody bids anything and it'll be really <laughs> fun. I was I was Paul, I right, you would be a little bit hurt if nobody I mean, bids. I mean, no, no, my that, sadomasochist side would come out. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it. It reminds me when, like, uh, the tween party, like, uh, uh, two weeks ago, no, one weeks ago, already, like, when, uh, when they said, yeah, they look exactly the same, the same hair, the same like glasses, and I saw you with a uh, tonkred coming really close <laughs> together. Yes, and be like, we won't, we won't. <laughs> we're the same, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you were basically the the male side, like the male equivalent of uh, Elena and uh, Lisa, the man equivalent. Uh, great, great costumes. Thank you. Yeah, their they hair did, did a they lot. They did a good job. Shout mm. out to the do, girls. Do you have uh, anything else to say about Rusia or like any story? That what is your craziest story? Yeah. Just full on mental. Full on craziest. Go on. You have time, don't you? I think the scariest time w- was when that train finished so after three days of being on that crippling train i had run out of water so i was really really dehydrated because they only had like boiling water in the train so i couldn't even get more water i arrived at like three o'clock in the morning into moscow outskirts go to get the metro wait no it was like five six a.m and at six a.m in the metro what kind of people do you find office people and Drugs. No people? Uh, yes. Okay, drugs. <laughs> uh, all sorts of people. I eventually get to the hostel that I'm booked into. It's early in the morning. I, I leave my stuff and I. Uh, the guy says like, yeah, look, leave your stuff. Check in later on. The room's not available. I'm sure it's going to be fine. So a friend of a friend showed me around Moscow all day. I arrive back at the hostel at 11 o'clock at night and I go to check in. He was like, there's an issue with your check-in. Like, where's where's this registration form? And I was like, what? Like, where have you been for the past three months? So it turns out in Russia, every time you go to a city, you have to register so the police know that you're there. And I had never registered in Novosibirsk. So, so at about half 11 at night, he's like, you're going to have to leave. I start to shake. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? And he's like, um, I don't know. And he's like, you know, no hotel or hostel can register you because you, you haven't been registered. It's like almost midnight. I'm in a city I've never been in before. I barely speak Russian. And um, I ask him, where can I go? He's like, oh, there's there's a hostel like down the road that doesn't like ask for any papers. I was like, oh, yeah, great, great. Uh, okay, I'll go there. So I take all my backpacks. Now I'm carrying a huge backpack with all my belongings, like bags and stuff. And also a street sign that uh, my friends had stolen from me from Russia. So that was, <laughs> uh, and it was like wrapped in a, in a plastic bag. So I was just holding it um, under my, my arm, 19 years old, walking along in, in Moscow, middle of the night. Um, not the nicest part of Moscow. A lot of people hanging around, looking at me, knowing I'm foreign, very easy to get robbed. And um, I get completely lost trying to find this place. Uh, I get really, really panicked. There's people like kind of following me, trying to see if they can get my bags. Uh, I, I crying, I, I, I kind of, I go into the restaurant and ask them, I'm like, look, I'm trying to find this place. Can you help me? She sees that I'm, I'm freaking out. She takes me in uh, and she calls me a taxi to go to the place. So I get in the taxi and I go to the place. 
the place uh, was all neon lights, all like red and pink neon lights, lots of men hanging <laughs> around outside. Um, yeah, it looks like Berlin. Yeah, uh, and, and he was like, this is your hostel, out you get. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, I can't get out here. He's like, you're going to have to. And I was like, I, I, I can't stay here. I was like, this is clearly a brothel. I was like, I'm not, <laughs> like, what a, I was picturing, I was like, do I just like lie in, 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 the, in the same room as, as like that? I'm, I'm like, I, you know, I'm like well, I can't do it. Uh, what if they think that I'm exotic as well? <laughs> and oh God. So, um. I'm crying in the back of the taxi again. I'm trying to call my friends in Novosibirsk because it's like a three, four hour different time difference. So she can't pick up like, um, so eventually after, like I keep telling the guy like, please, please. Cause he was like, I'm tired. I'm going home, get out. I was like, I can't even get out here. There's loads of just like random men hanging around. Um, and eventually she picks up the phone and she's like, uh, yeah, yeah, look, look, I stayed in a the place. They didn't ask me for papers, go here. And uh, taxi driver was like, get out, I'm tired. And then this is where my Russian, thank God I spoke Russian and I explained to him, I was like, look, I'm fine, I'm really scared, please take me to this place. And then we had a really nice chat the whole way there and he he left me off and uh, he left me in this nice hostel, which is just like an apartment and like just a couple of people hanging out and then I had a good good stay. But it was really scary. <laughs> like so really everything scary. went well. Everything went well wow. in the end, but I was really, like really scared. Jesus. Um, I was on I the was edge like of my seat for the whole story. Yeah, but the first <laughs> hostel, <laughs> no one it's criminal. The guy sent no. you to the, the, the yeah, a yeah. brothel. Like, I but it, the thing is, what he was your trip advisor rating on that <laughs> hostel? <laughs> 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 I wasn't even on that level. Like, um, he no, it, it was he explained. He was like, they could have got a fine of thousands of euros or rubles for. Uh, for register for taking in someone who didn't have a registration because it's like I could have been doing like you know I don't know mm. criminal activities in Russia it, it wasn't clear where I was and I but I think I was like that is so wrong to kick I mean like I w I mean like 19 I think I do think it is really young to be on your own and he just kicked me out in the street in the middle of the night I I bet I was on his conscience for a while to be honest because I was bawling crying leaving there well especially just sending you there like a 19 year old foreign girl. But sending no one sent her me. to I went. this place, but still. <laughs> no, like but it was it was a perfectly good. Oh, to that place, to the other place. restaurant, the, the other, other place, hostel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if he. He, he was like, you I could have called your cab as well. Like how? No, nothing. Like it was like you can't stay here. Um, it, like wow. he was a a nice guy, but, but I suppose maybe it has its limits. But uh, no, I was like, I was re And then I got home. Uh, I got home. I got to this hostel uh, and, and they made me tea because my friend had called up and he, uh, she was like, look, you're going to have a really, really scared Irish girl arriving to you. Like, mm -hmm. look after her. Um, and then they like made me tea and everything was really nice. And uh, I called my parents and I was like, the most important thing is I'm OK. <laughs> Here's what happened. <laughs> and um, yeah. that, that's a crazy story. That's so nice, but that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. That I don't that's get impressive. scared very by very many things. No, but I, I would have. I would have. Um, but yeah, that's probably the, the scariest thing mm. that happened. Yeah. And like the thing is, I couldn't even call anyone t when I was on the street trying to find the place because I couldn't speak English into a phone mm. on the street at that time. Like, I mean, you don't have that many foreign people in Moscow, like compared to the number of, of locals. So I just didn't want to draw attention to myself. And I had this whole big sign. And actually, the sign <laughs> got with me all the way from Novosibirsk on the train. 
Like it was completely illegal. What, what, um, huh? what was written on the sign? Uh, number forty-eight, Red Prospect, like Red Red Street, basically. We, we <laughs> it was like we perfect. Have <laughs> we have a name for episode. <laughs> yeah, um, and I now have it in my room. It's like from the main street in Novosibirsk, um, which is the capital of Siberia. And it, I brought it the whole way, like through the airports and everything. It was it was plastic, like a huge sign. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then I I look at it and I'm like, my God, <laughs> like how did this get here? <laughs> how far how did we I get come? Here? <laughs> yeah. What is the model? Of this story. <laughs> <laughs> don't check into places at 11 o'clock at night just in case. Oh, no. Re- sorry, register when you go to Russia. <laughs> register. Uh, and don't have uh, a fellow... Well, she, she was 20 at the time. The girl who was like processing all my documents, mm-hmm. just making it up as she go- went along. <laughs> she spoke English. So ha- have someone who knows what they're doing. To so after the legal poll for the last episode, we had like a psychological poll. Therapy poll. Therapy poll. So, guys, we are coming to an end. Already. Already. Uh, Like, just before going, like, uh, I asked you three things. If you could, like, give me, like, a book, a film, and a song that you would like to share to people. Uh, What's the book, for example? Let's start with the book. What's the book you wanted to share with people? Um, I really like Ali and Nino. Um, you guys know that th- uh, you might know this, um, like these statues in Georgia of a of a boy and a girl, and they kind of rotate. They're they're quite famous. Um, Everyone said no with the head. Okay, well, some people do know. <laughs> We're not educated um, here. Uh, it, it's it's <laughs> like dedicated to them, so it's like this big love story uh, between a, a a Georgian girl and a Azerbaijani boy. And I read it th- during the I read it during the lockdown, so when life was really bleak, like like back in like April, and it just uh, yeah, it took me away to another world. It was really nice. Okay, and for the for the movie, the movie. Um, this one took me a while. I'm actually not really much of a, a movie person. Uh, Paul hates it because he's always like, "Oh, have you watched this film?" Um, <laughs> I really like uh, Frida. I don't know what year. I think it was 2010 or something. And it's about Frida Kahlo. Uh, but it's it's done. Oh, it's like I with saw it. you saw it, and it, it's really kind of surrealist. Um, and with really really good Mexican music. Uh, so I re- I really like that. A film I haven't seen. You've outplayed me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And my own game. <laughs> like, see, like it's funny you say Paul is such a, a film head because like, you look at him with his haircut, his glasses, and his flannel <laughs> shirt, and you look like the definition of a guy who's like, uh, have you seen that you. movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Ingmar Bergman. It's about a 13th century... Uh <laughs> no, there are always like, films that aren't that niche. So have you seen Inception? I just feel... Like I'm not into normal films. I just think Christopher Nolan says a laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, listen, Inception, mate. It has layers. <laughs> <laughs> Literal. Jeez. Not layers. many people saw those layers. <laughs> I saw the layers. <laughs> and like for for like the song that will play at the end of the podcast. So yeah, I, I wasn't sure what song to go for, um, but there is a really nice Irish song called uh, "Black Velvet Band," and I just remember, uh, I just remember my. Granddad singing it to my granny uh, during Aww. their 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Good choice. Well, I actually can't remember if it was him singing it or s- someone was singing it. Uh, we had a very merry time. Uh, and it's just cute. Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> and this is so perfect here on the podcast with a bit of a cue note after this <laughs> crazy dark story. <laughs> Can we just have um, Paul do the leprechaun just for laying up the spirits? Paul? The leprechaun if Paul. it'll make you happy. I'll make a joke of my culture for just for you guys. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's been a while since I've done this. Yeah. Go, go for it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect. It. That's perfect. 
Thank you, people, to listening to us. Uh, this adventure is just starting. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and we're getting better and better. Thank you for keeping listening, and thank you to Irene. I enjoy. I hope you enjoyed our time with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was really fun. <laughs> thank it you was great. My it was lovely co-host. Let's start the podcast with uh, Irene's music, and uh, see you in two weeks, people. See ya. Bye bye. Just a trade I was bound And the many an hour sweet happiness Have I spent in that neat little town A sad misfortune came over me Which caused me to stray from the land Far away from me friends and relations Betrayed by the black velvet band This pretty fair maid Come a traipsing along the highway She was both fair and handsome Her neck it was just like a swan And her hair it hung over her shoulder Tied up with a black velvet band Gentleman passing us by. Well, I knew she meant the doing of him by the look in her roguish black eye. A gold watch she took from his pocket and placed it right into my hand. And the very first thing that I said was, Bad cess to the black velvet man. spent far away from the land, far away from your friends and relations, betrayed by the black velvet band. Her eyes, they shone like diamonds, I thought her the queen of the land, and her hair it hung over her shoulder, tied up with a black velvet band. So come all you jolly young fellows, a warning take by me.
Timothy Collins. They'll feed you with strong drink, me lads, till you are unable to stand. And the very first thing that you'll know is you've landed in Van Diemen's land. Her eyes, they shone like diamonds. Her neck, it was just like a swan. Oh, 